Hi, professors. Have you ever had a productive work session get suddenly derailed by an aggressive email? This email could be from your colleague, your chair, or an influential scholar in your field. I'm sure that many of you have had this experience at some point in your academic careers, if not last week. So how did you navigate this moment? Were you able to get back on track with your research or writing afterwards? Or did you find yourself distracted or disturbed, unable to resume your work for the remainder of the day? In this podcast episode, I'm going to be sharing with you 10 tips on how to respond to such emails and how to gradually reclaim your time. Find the full transcript of this episode, along with other useful resources for women of color faculty at risewithclarity.com slash five. You're listening to Rise With Clarity, a podcast designed for women of color faculty in higher ed. I'm your host, Dr. Katherine Lee. As an Asian American woman, certified coach, and a former tenure professor at an R1 university, I help women of color faculty manage the tenure track, navigate politics, and take the next steps to advance their careers. So to be clear, I'm not referring to any emails that would require professional intervention and a timely response. For instance, you may receive a frantic email from a student who is experiencing a mental health crisis. In this case, you may have to quickly familiarize yourself with the various resources and offices on campus that are dedicated to students. Be responsive to students and connect them with the right professionals when you have to. Now, what I'm talking about here are emails that are essentially forms of microaggressions or racialized aggressions. They may contain veiled threats or harmful remarks, or they may instantly provoke a WTF response from you. And more often than not, there is a larger context from which these emails emerge. Perhaps the same individual who sent you the email previously disparaged another woman of color faculty in your department in front of you, or they mentioned to you in conversation that they do not value your line of scholarship because it is overly descriptive and lacks theoretical rigor. When the email from this same colleague then hits your inbox, there is a lot of baggage already attached to it. Some of these email inbox intrusions may be passive-aggressive in nature and present mixed messages that are difficult to interpret. Other inbox incursions may be more explicitly aggressive and triggering. While you are having to process this email, You also know that the academic system that you are in requires you to be evaluated by that same individual in a tenure review case or through the peer review process. It's a tough situation to be in. Meanwhile, the time that you have so specially reserved for your own research and writing has been upended for the day. No wonder you are stressed out and upset. 
When these situations arise for you, it's a good practice to learn how to respond and not react. Here are 10 ideas for you to try out the next time you receive an aggressive or passive-aggressive email from your colleague or a fellow scholar in your field. 1. Pause and take a few deep, long breaths. If you are able, find a place where you can take a moment to recalibrate. 2. Do not feel compelled to compose an email reply immediately especially in the midst of a heightened emotional state. Sit on this for a while and think through your intentions behind your future reply as well as the possible outcomes. Three, if your work session was derailed by this email, then consider whether or not you can return to your originally scheduled plan of work. It may be that you can resume a type of task that is easier, like formatting citations or downloading articles that you want to read. Having a grab bag of light work activities that you can pull from is useful in these situations. That way, you can still make some progress on your work. Four, find trusted allies who you can consult with if you need extra help. I mentioned in a previous podcast episode that it is important to find a small group of women of color faculty who you can trust and confide in. They can serve as a great sounding board, as well as provide you with necessary support. You can listen to that episode at risewithclarity.com slash three. Five, if you receive several emails that are similarly aggressive in tone and content from the same individual, you may need to notify your chair or even embark on a grievance process. Start a log and begin to document these occurrences. Six, after you feel more relaxed, compose a brief but direct email. And if you can, Keep this in your drafts folder until you feel comfortable sending it out. 7. Use the schedule send function and schedule your reply to be sent the following morning or in a few days. In general, try not to send out work emails late in the evening. Keep boundaries on your work email habits. 8. Along those same lines, try to resist checking email incessantly. Keep your notifications off during a work session. Some people also find it helpful to dedicate a block of time during the week just to address the inbox backlog. And if you're up against a writing deadline or a grant deadline, give yourself a break with having to be so responsive or have an autoresponder set up saying that there may be a slight delay with responses during that week. Nine, with your reply, stand in your values and speak up if necessary. 10, if you find that this email is part of a larger pattern of mistreatment, then you may want to begin considering tip five seriously, which is to log and document these occurrences, along with a possible exit strategy. Some of these tips are preemptive, while others take into consideration what may happen after you hit reply. If you are in a particularly thorny situation, 
and you do not trust anyone in your department, do try and reach out to other friends and colleagues in your circle. I also offer 90-minute confidential strategy sessions that are perfect for thinking through a single bite-sized topic, such as how to respond to such an email in a way that is professional, but also true to yourself. I serve as your sounding board as well as your thinking partner. If you're interested in booking a 90-minute strategy session with me, check out risewithclarity.com strategy. I'd love to work with you. Stay strong and stay well. Thanks for listening to Rise With Clarity podcast. If you found this episode useful, please consider subscribing and share it with other women of color faculty. For full transcripts and other resources, check out my website at risewithclarity.com. And thanks to Alyssa Regent, who composed my theme music.